Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Ten things real bikers should know about American motorcycle history. That's what we're going to be talking about, me and China Dow today. But I do have a announcement. Yes, backed by popular demand, but there's a but here, China. <laughs> there's always a but. You have to be a member of the Madhouse crew, and I'll do tuesday and thursday's biker news for you everybody's hounding my ass for the last couple months so i'll be doing biker news only as i can do it baby but uh you got to be a member you can uh join right here on uh spotify and youtube i got the link going out to you right now it helps support the show and get you some good extra content right there but uh yes members are going to be getting the biker news 10 things bikers should know. Do you think bikers should really know history or no? You know what? Believe it or not, I think they should. I agree 100%. If you're going to get into something, you better know you better a know. little bit of the history anyway. <laughs> you better know a little something, something. A little, a little something, 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 right? A little bit, a little bit. The history of the motorcycle. You know, there's always this debate of what makes a biker or a motorcycle enthusiast. And it's kind of uh, disappointing that motorcycle enthusiasts, they actually know more of the history than so-called bikers do. That is kind of sad. But I think that's also why they're called enthusiasts. Well, true. Because true. they know way more, I guess you could say, Harley Davidson history. Now, if you put, let's put a hardcore biker Next to somebody like Jay Leno, <laughs> Jay Leno is going to blow your ass away when it oh comes to God. histories of motorcycles. Yeah. He is real. like the top of the top, man. He knows his history. He has a collection that's any biker's dream. Oh, he's got like an out of this world collection. It's, it's unbelievable. Crazy. It was funny. Uh, one of the interviews, he said uh, that Paul Tuttle, they had the worst of bikes around their garbage ouch and that came from jay leno man it was like ow damn, damn. <laughs> jay just threw a zinger at your ass how's that make you feel tuttles i don't know man but it, you know what i never understood it even when orange county choppers were actually on the air yeah it was like dude you to tell the bikes were garbage yeah it, I, I was not impressed by that show I basically, when I watched that show, when you and I used to watch it, when, uh, I would watch it just because of how they would rip on each other. I could care. It about wasn't about the bikes because the bikes were garbage. Like the Spider-Man bike. Shut up, stupid. <laughs> From what I hear, that one only ran for the show and didn't run again after. Well, I guess Leno had all kinds of electrical problems with his. Mm -hmm. 
But for Jay to call you out like that, that's pretty uh, messed that, up, man. That's pretty screwed up. But you can't go and say, even if you're a Tuttle fan, you can't go and say Jay Leno's a douche because that man knows his damn history, man. For real. And he actually made investments in motorcycles where a lot of rich people that go out there and make investments otherwhere. Nah, he put a lot of his money in the bikes. For real. And I just, you know what? His freaking collection's probably better than the Harley Davidson Museum. You think so? I think so. But because he's in all <laughs> kinds of stuff, man. He's into all kinds of makes and models. Yeah, his isn't strictly one. Like, it's not all Harley. It's everything. It's not. And one thing that's funny is a lot of people will cry, well, Harley, man, with the V-Twin, they were first. No, they weren't. It was Indian. <laughs> yeah, right. Where and there was another company, I think it was the Orient, that was making motorcycles here in the U.S. before Harley-Davidson was. But because they had a good marketing ploy, that's everybody thinks that they were the first in everything. And they weren't. Actually, I think it was the French that uh, invented uh, the motorcycle. I'd have to look that up, but I think it came from France. You think so? It's just like England had the first clubs. But a lot of people don't under, you know, they don't know that. No. Some people don't know knowledge because they don't know their history. So what was one of the things, because you uh, read this thing out of top speed. Yeah, I did. So that's why I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you'll have to. You'll have top to. speed's pretty good. I mean, they're they're way more accurate. They're like Motor than, Trend. They're way more accurate than Hot Cars. Yeah, Hot Cars. That's a joke. You hate when I do Hot Cars. I hate that one. <laughs> Sometimes I do articles from them just to irritate you. <laughs> well, obvious. Since, What's up, Chase? Since you did bring this up. Harley wasn't the first American motorcycle. I told you it wasn't. It was not. You know, they got a storied history because they started in a shed. Mm -hmm. And you can probably see a modern day freaking uh, Harley that was built like in 1903. The same exact concept with these bikes with the electric motors now with the little 80 cc's on them. Yep. Those are funnier than hell. You know, it reminds me of you going down the hill. I'm in the need for speed. The video. Yeah. And I was flying on my bicycle. It was funny as hell. You put you on one of those, you'll probably wreck that too. Um, I almost did. I almost ran into a freaking river. <laughs> if I didn't cut that, if I didn't cut the, the front wheel to the right, I probably would have went right into the Rock River. What's up, everybody in the uh, chat room? If you missed the announcement, uh, Biker News will be Tuesdays, Thursdays at members only. You have to be a member of the Madhouse crew to get it. So the first one to be tomorrow, and you'll get it uh, the way you should. The way you should. You're gonna make sure the original. Is it gonna be before my show or after? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Okay. I'll figure it out. All right. But anyway. Anywho. Harley wasn't the first. No, Indian motorcycle formed two years prior. Now it's not it's not the same Indian, okay? Indian's been going through a lot of ownerships. That's why I'm glad Polaris bought them because it'll stick around for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And the Orient was founded you, in Orient. 1899 in Massachusetts. 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 
had to come out of that state, right? Really? Massachusetts. Why would it be called the Orient anyway? I don't know. This is like America. But did you know? I probably didn't. As far back as 1968, a certain Sylvester Roper developed a two-wheel steam-powered, I can't even pronounce this, Velocipede? I don't know. Velocipede. With with a coal-fired broiler burning the wheels. That was like an 18-something, not 19-something. I said as far back as, but it says... uh, Although he would be denied what other innovation in you know what she's got a big he might have accomplished. He was killed in 1896, demonstrating a later design of what would be known as motorcycles. Don't you just love how she reads? I'm sitting here saying, Don't read like that, but no, she don't listen any damn way. (laughs) (sighs) Whatever. Co-hosts. Stop it. Co-host, would you ride a steam motorcycle? No, that, that would have been funny as hell. That would sounds weird. What do you mean that sounds a coal weird? burning bike? That's, that would be fun as hell. How do you think that would work? How are you gonna like keep putting? Coal I wonder in how it? many accidents were back in the eighteen hundreds. They oh, you got killed on a steam motorcycle. <laughs> how how would you keep filling it? Where would you store the coal in order to keep filling it so you could keep riding? What's up, Rich? How you doing, man? How's Steve doing? Everybody out there? It's getting actually warmer out here now. Yes, it is. It's supposed to be a high of 32. That's like summer for us. I know. There's going to be a lot of people out there in shorts. I'm telling you. And then they're wondering why the hell they're sick and all that kind of crap. (laughs) When the cold weather comes back. They're the ones. You know what? They're probably the idiots that gave me COVID. I should smack them right in the mouth for that (laughs) one. Smack them. But it was, it's interesting. A lot of guys wouldn't know what you just brought up, that it was a company named the Orient that made the first motorcycle in the United States. Yep. People won't know it. I don't know, man. I have this itch because, you know, I am a gearhead to go up to the Harley Davidson Museum to see everything, you know, the bikes and stuff. But then I'm like, man, that is a core, you know, that is I'm paying money to go see your crap when it should be free. Yeah. What, at the museum? Yeah. I think it should be free. Or you have to be a hog member. Oh, Lord. Got to be a hog member to get in. You want to be a hog member? No, I wouldn't do too good in that. (laughs) Just so you could get in the museum for free? Yeah, I wouldn't be too good. Nah, 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 nah. You wouldn't. Steve says go to uh, North Carolina, wheels through time. I bet that would be an awesome thing. Should we put that on our bucket list? I don't know our bucket list, man. We got to go to like the I-80 truck stop. I heard it's like a freaking huge, huge. It has a big uh, history of uh, the diesels and all that. Where's that? It's in Iowa. Oh. That would be pretty, pretty cool. We should do that. But yeah, what's another one here? The four-cylinder engine was popular for a time. High costs kept them exclusive, and they're worth a fortune today. That's what I was always thinking. What You know, people say, well, what if you can travel back in time? Well, you'd have to travel back to, like, 1908. But here's what I'd do. I'd, like, take all my monies. All of it? Every single dime I have. Uh-huh. And travel back to, you know, 57 to maybe 66 and buy up all the Chevys. Really? And put them in a garage 
and then you walk right back out into the present time, you know how much money you'd have in there? How much? Original freaking 57 Chevys or, you know, original freaking uh, uh, panheads or something like that. My God, I'd be rich. I'd be rich. I bet you Jay's got some of that stuff. Yo, head Jay, what's up, man? But can you imagine that? A 57 Bel Air? Stock everything. And you bring it into the future. I'd love it. That'd be cool. It would. I want one. You know, everybody talks about barn finds and stuff. I know. Uh, you know what? I live around a bunch of farms. Where the hell's all the barn finds around here? I don't see any of this. <laughs> That's crap. I don't think anybody out here keeps stuff in their barn except for barn equipment. You know what? It was funny the other day. I was looking on Marketplace. Yeah. And they had this 66 Impala on there all rusted out and shit. I want, what was it? $20,000. It's rusted out. You have to restore it. No motor, no trans. I was like, you stupid. For just the body? Yeah, like 20 it's not G's, worth that. And it's rusted to hell? Yeah, it's rusted to hell. It ain't worth and that. And the bottom's probably falling off then. Everything. Nah, that ain't worth no 20 G's. You'd have to go chemical dip that sucker and then start from bare metal again, and it's not worth that kind of money. Hell no. Nah. That's freaking stupid That's ass me. dumb. What the hell? Those Model T's and A's, we get a lot of Model uh, T's around here, you know, the old ass ones. Yes, but the, they They actually have that one of those car clubs here. They do. And it's pretty cool. Uh-huh. I like watching them in the summertime pulling up at the gas station. You There's got like, these little old men and a little old ladies coming out of the yep, Model T. Yep. We get them all the time. It's great. <laughs> Especially the little old men. And then I sit there and I have to watch because I'm like, where's the gas go? <laughs> Only or, China, though. What? Only China, though. Like you would know unless you've seen it. I don't oh. know. You wouldn't know where to put it. Well, the thing is, they probably have to put a lead substitute in that thing. Um, if it's know. original, anyway. I don't know, because I, I, I've seen them putting gas in, and they take a while, so they might be putting something else in there as well. Because they do take a minute when they're pump, pumping gas. Yeah, in. And, it doesn't take a lot, and it in. doesn't take a lot of gas either. Well, no. What is it, like a five-gallon tank on them damn things? Yeah, I think usually they're under $20 <laughs> to fill the little gas tank that they have in those things. I was like, damn. So would you take, because you're a Jeep fanatic. Yeah. What is it with Jeeps that make you a fanatic? Because I see them everywhere. So I want to be in the Jeep gang. Hmm. You want to be in a Jeep gang? Huh? Yeah, I want to be in a Jeep gang. I don't know, man. I so wish I, I would. I'd love to get my hands on like one of those World War II Jeeps. That'd be cool. That would be just I would phenomenal. Totally, I would totally drive it. Because, like, the Jeep thing, they have a thing. Like, when you see another Jeep. You got to put a duck or you something. You got to put a there. rubber duck on their Jeep. Rubber ducky. That's right. So, I see a lot of Jeeps with, like, their whole front dash is, like, lined with ducks. I want a Jeep with a duck thing. It's cool. So, past the four-cylinder uh, engine. What, what? Oh, after the Great Depression, only two motorcycle manufacturers were left. And I don't think, I think that's the first time the government meddled in the, the motorcycle industry. The next one was when Harley Davidson was crying and whining in the 80s to put up 40% uh, uh, tax tariffs on uh, 
foreign made uh, motorcycles. But that was the first one because they were given Harley all the damn contracts during World War II. They gave them everything. And that's why a lot of the companies went broke after, you know, before and during World War II. And did you know, Did do you know what year it was Polaris took, uh, bought Indian? I don't know. I think it was like 2012 or something. Close. What? 2011. 2011. Uh-huh. Yes, because Indian would have shut its doors in 1953 after going bankrupt and the name would be resurrected from time to time, but most successful once Polaris took it over. Well, Polaris is a multi-billion dollar company. That's why everybody is happy. The only decision I think they made that was wrong was getting rid of the victory line because at least you had a more budget and economical line of motorcycles for regular people to get because they're a lot of money those damn indians they're just up there with harley davidson but the government did they played favorites during world war ii and next thing you know everybody's gone yeah and then you had uh reagan come in because harley davidson was you know because during the 80s it was made in the usa remember (laughs) that kick everywhere you used to go it said made in the usa everywhere you went and then they put that tariff on uh, foreign uh, motorcycles. Yeah, it gave them a breath of life. But you have to admit, the foreign, and that's just like, <laughs> people get pissed at me for this. When I'm asked what kind of car to buy, <laughs> I'm like, stay away from Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, anything American, stay away from it. Because the cars suck. The only good thing that Ford, Chevy, and Chrysler makes is a damn truck. That's about it. They should get out of the car business. Stick to the trucks. Just stick to the trucks. That's just like the the F-150 is the most popular uh, brand that Ford makes their money off of. Well, out here, you'll see a bunch of F-150s and 250s. Well, yeah, because we're more in the country stuff. You see a lot of Rams and stuff like that. A lot of Silverados. Yep. But car wise, what good are they? They're broke down all the time. That Ford Taurus. Oh, my God. Ford Taurus was a nightmare. Oh, my God. That thing went through alternators. (laughs) Well, they don't have the same quality control that the Japanese and the Europeans have. And then I kind of dig my Pontiac. Well, the Pontiac's doing good, even though it had to come to work the other day. Yeah. You know, lucky it was just a battery. But I think if I have to say the Japanese manufacturers are the best when it comes to cars. Yeah, but you got to keep in mind, the only reason why I had to bring it to your work on Saturday was why? Because I last year the battery was acting up and I took it to AutoZone. That was your screw up. And AutoZone, because I had the battery out of the vehicle, they said that the battery was perfectly fine. Mm. They were full of crap. Uh, I, I think it had no no stuff in it. <laughs> it was broken. They're stupid. Because most AutoZone people don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Haven't we discussed that? 
Well, that's true. That's just like I had a, a tire repair come in uh, yesterday because AutoZone tried to uh, do a tire repair. What? With a hammer. What? Yeah, to push the plug in, you know, from a top with a damn hammer. And we had, had ended up replacing the damn tire on the damn thing. What? They were literally. Freaking idiots. Why is AutoZone trying to do a plug? Mm-hmm. They don't get paid for that. Now they shouldn't be working on them either. They're not supposed to. Oh, my goodness gracious. What the hell with a hammer? Yeah, that's how stupid they are. Did they drive it to you with this thing? <laughs> that They had no choice. Oh, my God. They're lucky God. they got over there. I'm surprised that thing didn't explode. But I also, you know what? Harley does make a good bike, and I ride a lot of Harley. Yeah. But the Japanese bikes are just like the cars. They go through a lot of quality control. Yeah. You know, you got to remember, man, the 90s, you wouldn't have seen a lot of people riding on the boring bikes. But now they're all over it. There's, it don't matter. You mean like in the 90s with the Hondas and the Kawasaki's? Would you rather <laughs> sit there and worry about what other people have to say? Dude, a bike's a bike. And a bike, you know, listen, dum-dum. Okay, dum-dum. Would you rather care about what somebody says about your bike or have reliability? Reliability. And that goes for car and motorcycle. I want something that's reliable and it's going to get me from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, and I think that's pretty cool that the younger generation now is like, I don't care what you have to say. It's a bike. It's two wheels. It's all that matters. Where if, you know, before the Evo engine, you'd have Harleys on the side of the uh, rotor pissing out oil everywhere you went. God, remember? Which bike was it that you had that freaking put all that oil on the garage? Shovelhead. Yeah, that was terrible. We used to have to keep cardboard underneath that thing. Yeah. Because it was destroying the cement. So that, that equates to the same thing when I'm talking about what... Japanese cars are the best out there because they're the best, uh, like, well, Japan's king of electronics. You can't get past, you know, I don't even know why there's American companies that try to compete in the electronic fields. You're not getting anywhere. No. And I get shit for telling people this. Ouch. Well, I'm a Chevy guy. Well, you know, I used to be a Chevy guy too until you get in one of their cars and you're broke down on the side of the damn road. I mean, if it's or a Chevy, Ford, Chevy or, a, or Ford truck, it's a different The scenario. Chrysler Sebrings, who the hell wants to get one of them? The transmissions go. And it's like, yeah, no. Mm -mm. No. 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 And that's another thing a lot of people don't know is the history of the cars. You'll see the history of the problems that were associated with the models. Wow. That's that's deep. That is deep because people need to know. American cars suck. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Now, German cars ain't that much better unless you got a damn Mercedes. But anyway. What about that car everybody's driving nowadays? Dude, stay away from Volkswagen. No. My God, are those junk. The sob. <laughs> I see so many of those. No, the Volkswagen hey man, I got a sob. <laughs> Volkswagen or Bolt, no, they suck. Stay away from them. No Beetle? No Beetle. <laughs> With the eyelashes? Bolos, <laughs> Volkswagens. Board track racing was hugely popular, but very dangerous. Man, they, you know what? Those were the times when people actually took risk. 
Well, I guess it was the sport of the day from in uh, 1910s to the 1920s. You're right, uh, Rich. Uh, the Chrysler uh, 200 is a stinking pile of crap. You know how many of those I work on each week? And, uh, and yeah, the Nissan CBO transmission, they were kind of trash. I can give you that one. Uh, but uh, the Sebringer was junk, too. We never, I never had a Chrysler. I had a Ram, but that's about it. Yeah. And that was a good truck. Again, truck. Hey, that, that, what was the one that you said? The 200? Yeah, the Chrysler 200. Oh my God. How many of those, when we had the auto shop, we had that and, and Sebrings all the time. Right. <laughs> Just saying. It sucks. It does. But board track racing, that was some kick-ass stuff, man, right there. But they did a lot more excitement back then. Everybody plays it safe now. Have you seen any kids out there build ramps and actually jump their bikes? First, you have to see kids on the street. The kids don't ride their bikes anymore. But we used to go out there jumping like evil Knievel and stuff, breaking our bones. And yeah, that's the way it used to be, man, with board tracking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you don't see it anymore. You don't even see the kids with the skateboards building ramps anymore. No, that's pretty, well, you know, they well, do got the skate parks, but. Yeah, that's true, but it's nothing better than your own ramp. Yeah. Uh, Steve, his old lady had a Volkswagen and it was a nightmare to work on. You don't have to tell me. Uh, <laughs> it was way overbuilt and uh, way underperforming. I still can't get over with the Volkswagens are just pure trash. I still can't get over with the VWs that the trunk is the in the front and the engines in the back that's so confusing what is the point of that steve this is a very good point very very good point when was the last time an american car company actually built a good car that uh uh what was it the late 60s early 70s before the emission scrap we really haven't had any good american cars since the muscle air Hell, now they're turning the iconic Mustang into an electric vehicle in 2028. Come on. That's stupid. They're taking a nice icon and destroying it. Well, I think the problem is that they paid the auto workers union all this money and they forgot about quality control. Yeah. You would think if you're paying these people all kind of money that they'd have good quality control. They don't. They suck American cars. That's why you see a lot of these kids driving around with, uh, what's it called? The uh, Audis and all that stuff from, uh, Europe. Yeah. I do see a lot of Audis. All Audis are huge right now. Them good cars though. No. Yeah. Well. I don't like them. When you came on my work and I was under that one car. Yeah. That was an Audi. Was it? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we're sitting there trying to figure all the damn electronics out and stuff. And it's like, dude. I hate Audis. Our son goes, hey, ma, what kind of car is that? And I'm like, I don't know. Because <laughs> he's seeing you standing under it. He goes, what is that? I'm like, I have no idea. Obviously, it's not a big deal enough for me to know what kind of car it is. We're taking all kinds of stuff off just to change the oil and shit. Oh, that's a pain in the butt. It was. And then we had that BMW that came in. We were in the trunk trying to get everything. Uh, you know, it has the freaking start stop system and all that stuff. When you pull up the light, it like has three fucking batteries or something like that. Oh, stupid. That's ridiculous. That's stupid. 
walking by faith to get it service had to take it to a dealer service it costs 1500 bucks to change fluid and filter well that's what a lot of uh even motorcycle uh dealerships are doing now yeah they're building uh these manufacturers are building these cars and bikes where you better be a master tech to be able to aboard them or to work on them you do yeah to work on these things are just it's just unbearable now the difference between the 2003 that i got the silverado and you laugh because i keep old trucks i don't even want to work on the new ones you got to be a damn electrical engineer just to work on them yeah forget about having your tech thing it's you got to go get electrical degree <laughs> you do <laughs> it, it, it's insanity they have to do that it's crazy 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 hey did you know that the first american motorcycle grand prix was held in 1961 did you know that i didn't know that yeah maybe because i don't care no <laughs> the thing is you strip any car and check parts most uh parts will say made in china and that's true that's true a lot of the parts are made up in uh china and it's unbelievable that we re uh reply or uh, rely on them kind of uh parts you're gonna pay a hundred thousand dollars for a car now, unless it's uh, made in Japan, then you know damn well it's going to last 100,000 miles on your uh, warranty. Yeah, but I'd say over 50% of the products nowadays just say made in China, mm -hmm. if not more. Yeah, with the closed uh, transmissions, uh, Faith, you can't check the fluids in a lot of this newer stuff anymore. Made in China, assembled in Mexico or Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing with Harley's, man. Harley's got uh, foreign parts now. Those, the, You know what? When everybody uh, says, well, Harley-Davidson is uh, USA, at least the money's coming through uh, the United States. Shut up, stupid. Half that bike is freaking foreign made. So you can't do this made in the USA crap with Harley anymore. Nope. Matt Levetich, uh before he left, he even said it don't matter if it was made in the USA or not anymore. That's how messed up that was. That's crazy. Are you ready? It's the first thing I switch on. And now for my next number, I'd like to return to the classic. WMMR-DB Rockford. Oh, yeah. Blowing China's Dow's ear off right there. Ten things real bikers should know about American motorcycle history. Should that be a prerequisite to call yourself a biker? I think you, should, you have to know some of the history. I think you need to know some history. That's just like club guys, man. They really don't know the history of clubs. I mean, if you don't know the history of the club that you're in, <laughs> it don't even matter that it matters if, you know, you know, the history of uh, how it all came together any damn way. Yeah, I think you need to know a little. It always so. makes me laugh when people say, well, the original ones didn't have to prospect. Shut up, stupid. Shut up, stupid. Most of those clubs came from racing teams. What do you think they had to do to get into the racing team? You know, that's how ignorant people are, especially you got. All these people that try to give you advice on it, TikTok, I guess it's the biggest one now, 
where they try to give you advice about clubs and them stupid asses don't even know what they're talking about. It's like, really? Are you that stupid to try to give advice? You never did it before, or you don't know the history of where it's coming from. Well, they never prospected you dummy. Oh, TikTok's very famous for the, uh, protocol people oh my god with this protocol <laughs> bullshit <laughs> i don't know how many times i gotta see in like the the where they typed in and text biker protocol <laughs> and i'm like oh geez skip eh. yeah you skip it it's come so you know I what they were taking you know that stuff came around like five six years ago now they're re-amping uh, what the hell's been said trying to put their spin on it i think those Biker protocol videos are a joke. It is. It's a joke. Because they don't know the history. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. And maybe I'm bashing, but it's just a joke to me. Uh, one day someone is going to open uh, one of these electric car batteries up and found a kid turning pedals. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. You got to. You know what? Everybody found out in the Northern Hemisphere, you don't want an electric car in a cold. No. Especially you had, the you had that te Tesla junkyard out in Oak Brook, and they just wouldn't run. And a lot of people don't understand that to replace a battery on one of the electric vehicles is 5G's minimum. How freaking stupid are you? You, know, you don't ever get new technology when it first comes out. That's just like a new model motorcycle like the victory line in 2000 their trans is sucked it takes a couple years for them to get the damn uh, crap out of there once they introduce something new like that abomination with the cam tensioner when harley went to plastic okay stupid really you're like okay stupid come on come on where are we going <laughs> Sometimes you got to wonder where the hell these companies are going. I don't think they even know. Every company is always trying to up another company. And guess what happens? It doesn't always work. <laughs> SNS. I had someone send me a YouTube on the history of the HA and didn't even make it through the first two minutes. You know what? The funny thing about the HA is that a lot of people don't understand that it didn't start out as one club there was hell's angels uh motorcycle clubs all over cali until they consolidated it yeah a lot of the stuff you see uh, these guys start talking well this guy was the first one or that one was it was it was consolidated from a bunch of freaking clubs and a lot of people don't understand that they just look ignorant that way if you ask me you know it's unbelievable shit even Barger didn't even know who the frick it was. <laughs> and a lot of people won't tell you the reason for uh, one of the biggest things is why do I have to ask permission? Well, it actually came from 81 where they were consolidated and everybody was calling themselves Hell's Angels. And they got to go out there and, uh, you know, because the official ones. They had to take the shit from the people that were just starting stuff up, calling themselves that. It's real easy and it's real, uh, 
you're going to get me into this stuff. I should be doing this on members only Tuesdays <laughs> and Thursdays. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sucker. Right. <laughs> you fell for it. Right. Just do it. But all that stuff was consolidation is what it was in the early uh, 50s, 60s. You know. But anyway. Anyway. Back to the history stuff. Oh, you already said you were bored. No, I wasn't bored. I made a comment and you said, I don't care. Rude. Harley Davidson lobbied to have rules introduced to protect itself from imported motorcycles. That's what I was talking about during the 80s. The main threat was from British manufacturers such as Triumph. No, nah, the main BSA. threat the main threat was not Triumph or BSA. The That's main threat was freaking from Honda. It says. See, that's where top speed's wrong. Then I'm just saying what it says. It says after World War, after the Second World War. Harley, no, this Harley happened in Davis the 80s. It, well, this is what this article says. I guess we can't believe everything we read, right? So you want me to tell you what it says, and then you could read. Yeah, tell me what it says. But and that when they did it. that, when they put the tariffs on, it was during the eighties. Uh, as soon as they came off of the AMF. Well, you can rebut this then. After the Second World War, Harley Davidson was feeling threatened by the British motorcycle industry, which is producing light and good handling motorcycles, which Harley's own products couldn't hope to compete with well, on you both the give racetrack the, and the showrooms. You got to give it the Triumph and BSA. They kicked ass. In 1952, following their application to the U.S. Tariff Commission for a 40% tax on imported motorcycles, Harley-Davidson. That 40% tax was during Ronald Reagan. Harley-Davidson was charged with restrictive practices. Yeah, that was from uh, Ronald Reagan right there where they wanted a 40% tariff to, to save their ass. Because they almost went bankrupt with AMF. Hmm. So they have their. So the government have... meddled in it. They took all these motorcycle companies before World War One or World War Two, and gave contracts only to a few, and that put everybody out outside of business. Then they meddled in 1980 with uh, the imports. The government shouldn't be uh, meddling in any of that business stuff shouldn't be doing it there's some things they just need to leave alone no the problem with uh the government is they always get into stuff they shouldn't be involved in sad it is sad, the sad state of especially when there's better products coming into the country than what we're making and again people can get pissed about it but there ain't no quality control in uh, any of the american motorcycles or uh cars the cars suck. <laughs> the first American. And like Steve what? just said, a lot of vets did bring back Triumphs and BSA from World War II. My first bike was a Triumph. Yes. And what I love that damn bike. I kick myself in the ass for selling it all the time. That, Thing would be worth that, 10 grand right that now. That was on you. Nobody told you to. That was stupid. And who the hell? AMF was like, what, a bowling company? Really? You want to try to sell bikes, you idiots? <laughs> they were. They were AMF. You're funny. <laughs> Harley Davidson should have did what Polaris does, man. But Polaris is the best in snowmobiles and stuff. 
or snow machine as they call them up north snow machine it's a snowmobile to us snow machine there used to be the harley davidson snowmobiles and stuff i think that would have been cool they don't have them <laughs> what happened guardian riders don't guardian riders have an event coming up yeah what do they got coming up oh uh, hold up it's in my it's in my it's i was gonna cover that uh tomorrow it's in my and members only with the biker news well then i'll have to send you this do you want me to send no it? just go ahead and uh why i'm on the big one here okay guardian riders lakeside chapter winter biker bash 2024 at axe handle distillery pennington gap virginia february 24th 2024 from noon to four ride with grmc to the event multiple rides to the event uh they have uh ain't this for a family that lost the uh, all house? proceeds benefit the brown family who lost everything in a house fire mr brown was hospitalized with severe burns sad state of prepare. they're gonna have food truck bike show and live music 50 50. for more information contact uh what is it cooter or rhino cooter cooter hopefully it ain't cooter pocket <laughs> hopefully they didn't nickname them that cooter pocket <laughs> that's kind of funny Harley good because you can get a lot of aftermarket stuff uh, where Triumph you cannot, but Triumph is more reliable. And you know what? You got to give the Harley on that deal, man. There's a lot of aftermarket parts for Harley where there ain't uh, for a lot of these other motorcycles. But I think that comes to the effect of the uh, tradition and style of Harley. You know, Harley was always building up the bikes and putting your own twist on it where a you know a honda or something was just for transportation mm -hmm. and the reason you know everybody says well harley's the biggest in the country yeah 50 percent of the big bike market but most of the foreigners they like building something under 1200 cc's and you know these younger kids they like stuff under you know the big they don't want to get on a big gaudy dresser no they just want to get out there and rip around they just want to have fun. What are you, Cindy Lopper, or what is it? Girls just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah, Cindy Whopper. <laughs> but you got to give it to Harley, man. They do got a good uh, aftermarket selection. Where a uh, Triumph, you might not have it. That's true. That's true. How about the first American Motorcycle Grand Prix World Champion? Who was it? I don't even know that one. <laughs> Kenny Ro Roberts. Kenny Roberts. Kenny Roberts. Yep. Yep. I don't know, man. I've been getting into a lot of that Formula One type of stuff, man. That racing's pretty cool. You know, you got to have some skill in that. That in uh, the uh, the India uh, series, NASCAR. It's just make a left turn. Make a left turn. Make another left turn. <laughs> But I think formulas catching on here in the States, man. And you got to give that actually to Danica Patrick, man. She's out there promoting it, even though she was the worst NASCAR driver ever to yeah, set foot in there. I don't think she even races anymore. She don't. She was too busy crashing. I mean, she was born the next town over from here. So, yeah, but she was an open wheel racing. She was killer. But yeah. you put her in a NASCAR, it's a whole different thing. Nah, she can't do it. She didn't do good. <laughs> she wrecked everywhere she went that, that was like an epic fail she should have just stayed where she started 
F1 is too snobby for me, but damn, do they got see with me? I look at the the cars themselves, the engines, the modifications, all that. I like that kind of stuff. But uh, and the speed of it, just NASCAR, they don't have any good stars anymore. No, because they're all either deceased. You don't or even you don't even anymore. you don't even hear of anybody that can. You know, I like Matt Kenseth. I like uh, Dale. You don't have anybody you can attach to as far as a race car driver anymore. Not for NASCAR. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, NASCAR went woke big time, <laughs> so I really don't watch them anymore. Mm -mm. They went woke, woke. Uh-uh. I'm not into it anymore. Well, we used to go to the races, but we used to go to Speedway. Well, I like, yeah, I like the local but track stuff, of dirt course, track racing. Know, that one's getting torn down in April. Yeah, we got to go another hour just to go to Sycamore. That's too far. <laughs> and I don't like Sycamore because isn't Sycamore a dirt track? Yeah, I like dirt track, though. I don't know. I don't know. And then you got to go even further north if you want, like up to Jefferson is the cl closest track to go see. Road Rage, I prefer a lighter bike because I'm old and broken and don't want to drop it. However, a Road Glide ST is on the list when the other uh, house sells. You know what? I actually have the dresser. Yeah. And that sucker's getting too heavy now. Yeah. And then, I, of course, I got the Road King. Yeah. Which is a lot lighter, but, you know, can't haul your ass around on it. I don't like it. The seat hurts my butt. You need a new seat. Even if I got a new seat, you wouldn't like it because you're used to the dresser sitting there like a queen. I like sitting in my throne. Yes, I do. You're going to have to put a car seat on the back of the other bike then. Because <laughs> I could probably fit in it. <laughs> I would, what do I always tell you? I got, I need a seatbelt for sitting in, in my throne. I said, let me put my seatbelt on. Or if you put the backrest on, I tell you, I feel like I'm in a car seat. Well, like Guardian Rider said, he lives in Bristol and still don't go to the race here anymore. Back when they raced for 20 laps and fist fight was uh, for five was great. Yeah. Bristol ain't even the same anymore. Mm -mm. Well, I've even noticed like, the big the the big NASCAR races like Daytona 500 and all that when they pan the crowd there's like nobody there there really isn't they're it's, all stuffed together that's because they it, went woke they tried to put everybody like in the same area at like the Daytona 500 like all in the same section uh -huh. so it makes it look like there's a crowd of people but there's not well flat tracks gaining a lot of popularity now what's this one that we have over here on the next like couple blocks over. that's a road race see that'd be fun you know that's where you got all the rockets happening over there well and they got those little tiny little tiny cars that race over there well too. i'm more into moto usa than anything so they moto got, america because whenever they have races over there they're the first they always come by us for gas mm -hmm. and the people that own what is it blackhawk racing or mm -hmm. something like that well the people that own the track they always come over with their pickup truck with all these huge barrels mm. and they get hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of gas. Right. And then they resell it at the racetrack for more than what they paid for it by us. Well, that's a smart idea. They're Hell out there yes. making money. That's an entrepreneur spirit. Hell right there. Yeah, that's smart because then this way the people don't have to leave the racetrack to go get gas. They can just get it from them. <laughs> I think that's smart as hell. Oh my goodness gracious. Uh still do a few races a year. I love the tail well, tailgating's awesome. That I have to agree with. 
It's just I can't get into NASCAR anymore because of the wokeness. I can't sit there and watch Bubba Wallace. I just can't. <laughs> Road rage. <laughs> Where else can you uh, see a redneck dressed in a Budweiser suit? <laughs> <laughs> no, Road rage. A hot girl <laughs> in see-through yoga pants leaned over the passenger seat of a sport bike. Will you take her? Will you make? <laughs> will make you ride two hours out of your way to enjoy the view? Oh my God. That's funny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Whitehorse, uh, the locals hate all the traffic from NASCAR. Brad Pitt is apparently about to film here. Uh, that should be interesting. We just don't uh, want his fan base here. <laughs> I guess they're going to be making another Days of Thunder with Tom Cruise and stuff. They're oh, doing God. all rebuild boots from the 80s and stuff now. I'm sorry, but I have never been really a big fan of Tom Cruise. I'm not. I ain't either. I'm not. I think there was only one movie that I actually liked that he was in. <laughs> you know, when he slides across the floor in his underpants and his oh, white t-shirt. that's risky business and stuff like that. <laughs> that is the only one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, if you're not a member of uh, the Madhouse crew, make sure you go ahead and click this link right there. Uh, you can join on Spotify as well. Biker news for you on Tuesdays and 30 Thursdays. That is members only. That is one of the benefits you get right there is the biker news members only Tuesdays and Thursdays. Anyway, check out China Dow on the other channel. Uh, what is it? Tuesdays, uh, Tuesday, Thursdays, Thursday, and and Thursday, and Friday. Yeah. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Everybody, you guys have a good one. Rock on. Yeah. yeah.